selling on eBay, and right now you've got a plethora of cards stacked in front of you. Oh my God, the odds are stacked against me, Adam. Well, I'm, I'm trying to sell cards, and, and you've got a Tommy Brady that I'm kind of interested in, so I told you I'd give you a, a swapsie, a tradesie. Tradesie, I'm trying to, make, trying to make it line up. And, I mean, I like me some Tommy, but man, you are, you are, you are swinging for the fences on some of those. Well, I need a 10 for a 10. Well, I, I get it, but... I know what I got. Don't lowball me. I know what I got, pal. Don't don't bring that around here. No, don't be doing that. We'll so make it happen. You got you got stacks of slabs. So I got a lot of stuff here. In fact, I've got I've got a, a quandary uh, up on my hands. Somebody in the local um, group. Um, I'm making noise. Sorry. Oh, geez. Is that that uh, Christiana Rollsnake? I don't know. Albert Rusnick. I'm not going to touch nothing until. Okay, I'm going to be professional now. I know our high quality volume in this uh, office space with our with our twenty dollar microphones and ten dollar headsets that some people have accused us of having. Yeah. We're trying our best, folks. We're we're not professional, but if you want to send us funds to get better equipment, hey, my PayPal's open. I'd love that, yeah. I've got a PayPal. At D Roy Everett on the uh, the Twitter and the everything else, or at Up Accounting and uh, uh, we can we can be bought. Just use my PayPal about uh, two minutes ago, shipped out a card right there. I got it. Got hundred and three dollars hanging out. I'm uh, I took you off key. What's uh, what's your quandary? Um, somebody in our local Salt Lake uh, card group, which I know you're part of, he's talking about buying slabs in bulk. He wants to buy a bunch of slabs, and as you can well see, I've got a bunch of slabs. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think? Do I just bring him down and let him uh, scavenger through and see what kind of an offer I have? I don't, think I I, I don't see why not. I mean, it saves you the time of listing. It saves you the fees. It, t- it saves you from shipping. You know that he's going to try to do a bulk price, and uh, you'd have to be open for, for that negotiation. But yeah. I think I think you put some stuff together, and what's the worst that's going to happen? Especially, is he coming to you? Are you going to him? I think, he, I think he'd come to me. Well, if he comes down to you, uh, you're you're out, what, your time, which, I mean, is I mean, horrible. Even if I had 200 of them at $50 a piece, that's 10 Gs. Well, is he going to be having cash? I don't, I mean. Oh, no, this is a cash. I don't do anything but cash money transactions. Well, maybe you should look into that because uh, there's, there's other money to be made. If I, I, mean, I mean, even the PayPal, they can use a credit card. So I'm just saying. <laughs> that's true. I, no, no, you, you need just, to expand. So I'm in a, a, a pick'em league with the guys, guys that, well, kind of guys that work. And and they're doing the Venmo. And I know you're anti Venmo, but let me let me sell you on this one. So I'm usually pretty good at the first of a season, like towards the mid or end of the season, people kind of catch up. Yeah. Because you kind of learn who's who's good and who's not. But from from the gate, I'm probably three to five weeks. I'm I'm gonna win the pool. I don't know, uh, two to three times. I, I'm that confident in the, in the track record shows. Coming out of the gates, I'm pretty strong starter. So uh, what I'm gonna do 
is there's an option on, on the Venmo to convert your money to uh, Bitcoin. Ooh. So my thought is, I'm going to, whatever I win the first few weeks of the season, I'm going to buy Bitcoin with. And then at the end of the year, I'm just going to cash it in and see how much extra I made off the Bitcoin, hopefully. So that's that's a little, a little something. I, I like that idea. I like that thought process. Um, no, I, I think, yeah. I, I, why, why would, I mean, what's the only, what's, I don't see any drawbacks for this. There's not. I mean, this is essentially, I've got money sitting in a bank account here. That's, I mean, I know that I can get more money if I had all of them listed. But again, it's a, it's a slow burn. It's a, am I now looking for a, a, a slow dime or a fast nickel? And that's, that's a personal choice. And, and obviously, you know, I, I pull out the ones that I think have some extreme value, like that, that Drew Brees rookie. Like the ones you're trying to, uh, trying to trade you with, and you're like, come on, pal. I mean, I get it. I do the same thing. I mean, this this Tommy Brady, it's a base. Don Russ came yeah, back at ten. Yeah, catch my attention. Came back from uh, you know from PSA the other day. Online, it's about a fifty to sixty five dollar card. And and D Red's pulling my my uh, Jordan Love uh, pen pal card. I mean, that's well, a four hundred dollar card. Well, it's not not if he's uh, not sold. Uh, we'll see how the season goes. He just got injured. That same with uh, Justin Herbert, my buddy Herbert. He's got Herbert the Herbert. No, no, that's that's your other buddy Gary, not not Justin. No, I think they're both. I think your last name's Herbert. You're going to be the pervert. Oh, I don't know about that. That was Derek Everett at the D Roy Everett's on the Twitter. Oh, they know, they know, because they're sending me money to upgrade our equipment. So don't worry about that. <laughs> that's true. So and can I, can I get into something to have for a little bit? Of course, you can, you can do it whatever you want. I think we should have somewhat of a tribute show. So much of a thank you to the, the Scavenger Life podcast who just uh, closed the doors. And uh, if it wasn't for them, I know Adam talks a big game about Gary Vee, and that, that's kind of his guy. If Adam would have proposed a podcast to me without me listening to Scavenger Life, uh, this show would not exist. So I, I don't think I'd have done it. I've uh, actually listened to every Scavenger Life there was. Wow. Um, here's the thing with them. Like, good, good people. I've been in contact uh, a little bit with them throughout the years. We wouldn't be called the Death Piles and Taxes podcast without uh, Scavenger Life. They coined the word Death Pile. Ooh. And when we were going to uh, name our show, I, I reached out and talked with Jay, sent him a few emails back and forth, and said, do you mind if uh, if we use the word Death Pile, like uh, if we name our show Death Piles and Taxes? I just didn't want it to be. Obviously, I knew we could. Yeah. But I want, you know, I want not not necessarily kiss the ring, but I wanted to, to clear, uh, clear things up. Obviously, we're... We're a different podcast than a lot of podcasts, and uh, we definitely are, are. We're talking reselling, but we're we're a lot different than all the other reselling podcasts. Anyways, uh, didn't have to, but he reached back over to me, and we chatted up a little bit. And he said, "No, go for it. It's not like we own the copyright or trademark the name Death Piles. You know, it's free to use." And then you know went on and gave me a few few uh, hints of advice, or maybe not hints of advice, but just said, you know, some of the stuff you're doing is good, and I keep going this direction, and. I appreciate that. I didn't have to do it. So they were kind of the, the OGs, the pioneers in the uh, in the podcasting for resellers game. And I've seen a lot of people kind of criticize or, I don't know, you know how people are online. Yeah, I mean, which, which hey, I appreciate everyone that listens because if you get into 37 minutes of show 117 and you're complaining, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, if you want to hate listen to us or whatever, but uh, they, they went ahead and they, uh, I, thought, I think they have a good format, a good blueprint for some of our resellers. I know we talk a lot about our cards and, and this and has a business and I have a job, but they went, they went full time. They committed to it. And, uh, through, through, uh, basically going through thrift stores and stuff, they, they've started up a few Airbnb businesses. They started a coffee shop just recently and they actually, uh, pretty much got too busy to do uh, podcasting. So 
not a bad place to be. I just wanted to give a shout-out. I don't know how many other uh, podcasts are going to talk about it. As we record right now, they just came out with their last episode a couple of, couple of days ago. I know this won't hit the airwaves for a couple of weeks because me and Adam are getting a little ahead. we got college football, and uh, I'm going out of town for a little bit. Adam's going to go out of town for a little bit, so we want to keep the content rolling. Yeah, we're going to make it roll, make it happen, Captain. So, yeah, but if you've been thinking about running a podcast, if you have a specialty or a niche, like there is so much out there. And not that I'm plugging, but Derek has been working on another podcast. I feel cheated on half the time, but I'm okay with it. I, I sit there and and uh, I watch, so I'm all right. I, I feel good. Sit there and I watch. Is that? Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna go somewhere that I shouldn't go. I just look. We, we use the same equipment. I mean, you've got another co-host, which you know, I, I, you know. Anyways, I couldn't do the show with anyone else. I, I agree. That, that show has to be done with who I'm doing it with. I'm not. I don't have the time. But what I'm saying is. You put out enough content on this. You know what you're doing. You know how to get into the rhythm of things. You keep that beat going very well, even if you're switching off from our podcast to another podcast. You've got a rhythm you're working on, right? I think so. I think there's a, there's definitely style. There are different shows and different you know different co-hosts. That's been kind of something to adapt to. To I, I I don't treat Jimmy like I do Adam. I don't treat Adam like I do Jimmy. And I think he's finding his flow. A lot less respect. I, I'm, a, I'm a lot nicer to Jimmy. <laughs> he he has like 20 kids and a full time job that he comes in with and and a wife at home that but he, he takes the time and commits. Where you're you're here working anyway. So it's, it's true. I so if you want to listen to that show, it is the uh, the what? lonely town. I I always want to say scavenger. Wow. I I have three podcasts in my head. I almost said scavenger life like that was my podcast. <laughs> And then I do Death Piles and Taxes and Lonely Town and Killers Podcast. So I got several uh, podcasts through my brain, but uh, I only do two. Yeah, well, like you said, it's going great. Like I said, I'm just looking at the I mean, you're getting a lot of downloads. And uh, I just say, good good job. Good on you, because like I said, you found an, another thing that you're passionate, passionate about. Um, and, and like I said, that's what it is. You, you just put it out there. Content well, that's is, is the out thing. There. Like, if you're listening right now and you think, hey, I can do a better show than these guys, do it. Go Absolutely. for it. I, I don't, I mean. Love to have you. The more, the more, the merrier. I think it makes the uh, community better. I know uh, they just had um, eBay open. I know there's a lot of content out there, but there's also uh, different ideas, different ways. If me and Adam, if I listen to Scavenger Life and said, well, there's no way I can do what they do, or if Adam listened to some Gary B things and said, well, there's no way we're going to touch Gary B, and, and we just didn't do it, I mean, you wouldn't hear all these great stories and all these great, uh, I don't know, you, you wouldn't be uh, able to... Um, learn from us and we wouldn't be able to learn from, from the listeners and I think it goes both ways and I think we're definitely a, a different podcast show and we get it, you know, we, yeah. we like to have fun and I hope we bring some good content and some good things but uh, in the end you know, it's, it's all about just sharing your knowledge, trying to help out each other and and uh, so that's, that's why I'm grateful for the Scavenger guys and or Scavenger Life guys, even though it's a guy and a gal and anyways, you know what I'm trying to say, Adam. Yeah, you just appreciate this thing. So go out there, do it. That's what I'm trying to Just go out there and do it. Do it. Do it. Can I share with you, I, I'm, a, I'm a numbers guy. I'm an accountant. I'm a, a statistics nerd. Um, I appreciate every single person that's listened to us, but I, I like looking at, at different things. If you were to take every single download that we've had on from all the podcasts, and you were one person, if you were one person and you sat down and said, I'm going to listen to it in, in a straight, you know, from here to there for as many people that have listened to download to our, our podcast. You did that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. 
you're talking three and a half years to right now, and you'd be have listened to all of the number of podcasts, all of the number of listeners that we have. That's a lot of listening to Derek's sultry sounds and sweet voice, and, and I appreciate every second of it. Those are the kind of things that kind of baffle my mind. And, and you'd have no friends and no life, but you'd sure have, well, you'd have a friend in me. Uh, oh, thank you. That's all you Woody, need. Woody, Woodrow. Um, so, Derek, I think that is something that I So we all come to that point where we have death piles, you know, are we looking to move on? Like, I have some really cool cards. But, again, it's college football season. I've got some ways that I want to sell them. Um, not that I'm hard up for cash. I'm really not. But, man, if I had an extra 10 GC, that would allow me to go to a few more football games. Yeah, that's definitely not going to hurt. And I've been home. I mean, that's, I've been listing, uh, like I said, a few weeks ago. Uh, every day, basically, if I'm not editing and putting up a couple podcasts or doing a show with you or Jimmy, I'm home and I'm, I'm doing my... Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm taking pictures, I'm listing things, or I'm going through and, and editing the ones that need to be edited and put them up. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a big fourth quarter. Uh, we're getting into... We know it's going to be a big fourth quarter. Well, I, I'm hoping, I don't know in sports cards, but I'm sure hoping that way. Yeah, it will be. I, well, if not, you're buying them from me. So <laughs> you can make that guarantee come, through, come true. But it's, it's, it's football season starting off. Baseball season's getting to the good part where it's fall and basketball's going to be kicking off soon, so all your main stream sports are becoming more relevant. Um, I do have my, my my wrestling niche, which is always, you know, just good to be there. So, uh, But I'm trying to, you know, get up 20 to 50 cards a day. Wow. And I'm doing pretty good with it. So, wow. Uh, on top of that, I'm also trying to find some toys. And uh, like we talked about, I think it was last week, I'm going you know, over to the Walmart cheaper stores or I'm going over to the Targets and, and scanning and when I have some free time and, and trying to find what that secret sauce is going to be this year because we know it's going to be something. And, and like our boy Clark said, Adam put over there on the uh, Facebook group. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of these ships are going to be out to sea and uh, it's not going to be one of those Christmases where if there is a hot toy, it's going to be reordered and they're going to stock the shelves with it a couple weeks before Christmas or, or whatever. So... Uh, if you find something, and I think you should, um, load up on it. You know, September traditionally is a good time to get started anyways. Uh, same with Halloween-type stuff. we got October coming up. I don't know that a lot of the costumes are going to be coming from overseas, a lot of the masks, uh, which always go for a good rate anyways. Yeah. Maybe you listen to us and you've been loading up for a couple of years. Uh, kids are going to be back out trick-or-treating. I know the Delta uh, variant's doing some things, but I think for the most part it's outside. People are going to be... Celebrating, hopefully, so, I sure hope so. Or, or dressing up, so uh, just be smart about it. But I think there's, I think there's a lot of money to be made right now. I know there is. Like I said, there's people are are. Uh, if anything, that this pandemic has kind of turned is a lot more people buy a lot of things online, and uh, it's become a lot. Not like it's ever really been taboo, but a lot of people may have been more amped to go to a store to buy something, but now they're not. I mean, they they can buy it online just as easy. Or if you go to the store and the shelves are bare, where are you going next? Exactly. you got to go online. You know, there's only supply and demand. It's the uh, the law of economics. Um, I kind know. of uh, I kind of got into it yesterday. You know I like to go on these uh, indoor yard sale groups, and I'm always perusing and looking for items. Oh, hold on. I'll bring that up in a second. No, okay. No, that's going to be a, that's going to be a, let's save that for the end of the show. On end that of the one. show, geez. Uh, but if you're, if you're thinking about turning off the podcast, don't wait to the end. It is worth it. Fast forward to the end of this point, if nothing else, <laughs> you want to hear this. But 
So I'm going through there, and there's somebody that has a PlayStation 5. Ooh. And they've put it up for sale at a premium. Okay. And uh, I think it was a, I think it was a lady that did it. Not that that really matters, but it kind of does, because this guy comes from out of nowhere, and he, you know, starts harking on her, and yeah, you know, basically telling her what a piece of work she is, and, That's just and you know, that why you selling this, and they put something about. I wish the uh, moderators of this group would uh, put something on blah 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 about people scalping this, this, and this. So I, I jump in there like I do, and uh, it's one thing to go online anonymous. At most places I'm going to be Derek Everett. I'm not hard to find, and no, I, I'm pretty consistent with my 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 stance, whether you like it or not, or agree with me or not, at least you're going to know who I am, and you're not going to be like, yeah, yeah you're anonymous not, user 75 on AOL or yeah, something you're like you're not that. a keyboard warrior. You've got your name out there, and you can timestamp it. And so this guy, I, I, said, I, I said some things to him, and I said, really, buddy, if you're not interested, uh, you should just scroll on, or you can go to the store and try to buy one at retail price, but they're saving you, they're doing the work for you, and they can ask whatever they want. It's their item. You should be trying to get them kicked off of a platform for selling a thing on a, a yard sale group for the price that they're asking, you know, whether that's a dollar or a million dollars, it's their item. And of course, I don't know what I'm talking about, and oh, I'm yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, are you even interested in this item? No, I own, I own a PS5. And I said, then why are you even commenting at this point? Yeah. And we're going to get into a lot of that. If you're new to uh, selling, with Christmas comes a lot of this thing where you'll put up the hot toy or, or uh, video game system or whatever. And, and people will tell you how horrible you are, and most of these people already have it. Yeah. I don't know why they got a dog in the hunt. I don't know why they want to fight about it. Because they have no life. I told him, go make your own group. I think his name was Jeff. I said, call it Jeff's group of no markup for losers, and just move on with life. <laughs> Please tell me that's what you said. I, something, I, something, I'll look it up at the break, but something very similar to that. And I said, I'm sure you'll get tons of people over there that just hate to have fun, and you can all talk about what retail prices are and why you should sell it for less to people and lose money on transactions. And Well, I, that sounds like a lot of work, and then I just put, and he put a little smiley face or whatever, and I said, there you have it, folks. He doesn't want to do the work, and he doesn't want you to make any money. It all adds up. So, <laughs> if Jeff, if you're listening, which I know you're not, you'll pound sand because nobody likes you. Or tuck it. And, yeah, yeah, tuck it, exactly. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, just get ready for that with, with Christmas coming up, especially if it's going to be a hard year. You're going to find certain things, and people are going to try to guilt you into giving it to them or how you ruin it for the kids or whatever. You gotta have some tough skin, but don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. You do, you, you definitely do. And like I said, it's your item. Like you don't have to sell anything. Like that's that's the thing people don't understand. Like they try and you know brawl bitch you. But if if they were if they didn't want it, they wouldn't be asking you how much it is. I mean, they well, honestly, I've been banned from my hometown Nephi indoor yard sale since the Fingerlings. So oh, for the same kind of thing, but now they're probably gonna want me back based on my other podcast because I'm getting getting a little pull, a little little more sway in life, but. Uh, Here's some things that are traditionally hot. You're going to want to look for your game systems. Everyone thought the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox would be back in the store with COVID, with China, with microchips, with everything. They didn't produce like they thought they were. Uh, I'm not saying go out and buy them, but if you can find them, definitely look at your comps before you buy them and sold through. But that might be a good thing to stock up on. Uh, Wii, or not Wii, uh, the, the <laughs> Switch. Weed? The, well, the Wii. The Wii's always a good seller, Adam, if you got, if you got a friend. Uh, but especially if it's legal in your state. But no, the the Nintendo Switch, they're coming out with a uh, new Pro Edition or something like that. But we saw last year the Switches were going for crazy money. Um, again, it's supply and demand. And then you always look at your kids' toys. There was uh, some JoJo, some Nickelodeon-type show. That doll was going crazy. Uh, there was some other, I can't remember the kid's name. It was a YouTube 
uh, all last year. Miley Cyrus. No, it was like it started with a C. I oh. can't. I had a little blonde hair. You're asking. Anyways, what? Well, uh, if you Coco Melon. Coco Melon. That was it. There, you tell Adam has newborns and yes, some kids at home. Yes. Coco Melon last year was like the sleeper that no one was talking about, but they found it. And if you found it, you were doing well. Uh, there's, there's always going to be some of those toys. Look into those kind of things of what people are selling or what kids are into, um, and, and go from there. Do your scans, do your research, load up, and make a lot of money. I am going to go out on the limb here, and I, I'm going to say what I believe is the next hot item. This is future Bolo. We can timestamp it. Um, we've talked about it as, as we've talked about cards, um, you know, video games, and the big part for us that's made it worthwhile is getting things graded. That's what puts value on things, and we were well ahead of the game. I just added all my stuff up. Right now, I've received 470 cards back from PSA. Oh, was that it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that was Tuesday for me. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've still got uh, a couple hundred to come back. But what I'm saying is we did this a year, year and a half ago. We were ahead of the curve. I've got college education at least in a yes. four, at least four years. Yeah, so Derek's been doing it for a while. I'm, I'm there. I said, I think, well, it was the Oregon game. So almost coming up a year and a yeah, half, getting yeah, close to two Decent years. amount. Um, but we were ahead of the game. I mean, we were... You get in on those specials, it was $7.77. It was, I, I haven't paid more than, I think, $15, but a lot of them were, were $10 to get it graded. Um, and that's where we make the money. Like I said, now it costs you $200. You know, there's other places, but they're knockoffs. But that's kind of where we've been. We, we're ahead of the curve. We talked about the Michael Jordans. We talked about the Ken Griffey Juniors. You know, those are kind of the things. Slowly, video games, they've always been kind of valued, but they've increased in value. But the way you really get your money, sealed, unopened video games that have been graded. Astronomically crazy. And it's an it's a extreme bolo. It's kind of one of those things you find out in the, the, the open, organically. I'm telling you, video cassettes are, are hitting it hot. Same thing if they're sealed, you know, original stuff. I'm going to tell you this. I think the next thing... Because it's nostalgia, it's an art piece. You're going to be looking at sealed cassette tapes and A tracks. That's where you're going to go because they already have vinyl records. You've kind of done all these other things. Don't don't sleep on it now. I know there's reprint vinyl records. If you can find original vinyl records of like, I mean, oh, they got to be like the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. They got to be well-known bands, but yes. original presses. Your Fleetwood Macs. Iconic records, yeah. yes. Yeah. But These iconic things, that's what you're going to want. I'm not telling you that, you know, you're going to go find a, a cassette at, at DI or whatever, and I mean, now they're asking a lot of money, but you, that's going to be the thing that I don't think people really hit into. If you can find an old record store or, or somebody who's really been into music and, and pristinely taken care of, I'm that's my hunch. That's my, well, that's my kind of thing. If they're, if they're unopened and if they're sealed, yes. uh, there's... It's kind of like the VHS. So in VHSs, it's kind. Of, I think it's kind of a, a, a bubbly, fluky thing. If you can find it sealed right now, sell it, list it. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not saying get graded. I'm not sold on that. Let other people do that. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, the thing with, with VHSs traditionally is if you can find the old, uh, like, scary movies or things that didn't make it to yeah. DVD. So it was like that was, that was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or whatever, but they didn't make it on DVD, so it became rare. 
uh, with with uh, cassette tapes. That's been kind of the same. If you can find certain heavy metal, like like early heavy metal type bands, or like uh, the uh, the gangster rap, certain uh, rap rap like those sell really well. If you look for like your ABBA greatest hits or uh, I don't know Barry Manilow's finest or something, those don't seem to do those don't do as well. You gotta go on the far uh, niches or extremes. I think if you can find that stuff again, original and sealed, uh, if it's even you know something more common or, or a little more. I think Adam's got a point here. I guess if it's if it's original press and original sealed, I think there's going to become a there's got to be somebody that's going to start grading this stuff. And however they do it, it's going to be that nostalgia thing, and it's going to be those albums. I'd I'd agree with you on that. Like especially kind of in whatever you're into, your type of music, whether it was where whether like as we talked, whether it's ska, the Aquabats, whether it's you know er, mid '80s, early '90s, kind of that that era where. Music began to kind of change. If it's like said, the gangster rap, if it's Easy E, if it's you know Notorious B.I.G., like so that's kind of in that that tweener phase where it went from cassette tape to on, on cassettes. That stuff does really well. If you're looking on CD, uh, if you can find so a lot of times uh, people come out. I'm sharing all the goods, Adam. I don't know why we haven't shared this before. There'll be uh, like a, a pre um, before they get signed to a record label. So yeah. if you can find. You know, I, I, one of my, my guys I like, and I've talked about on the podcast before, is Jamie Johnson. Jamie Johnson did a self-published, uh, like, a thousand CDs before he got signed by somewhere that he could sell kind of at the end of a, a concert or out of the back of his pickup truck or whatever. And if you can find those, they're, they're, worth, they're, worth, they're worth thousands of dollars. Yes. Uh, there's other artists I know, uh, like Dirk Bentley. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the country because that's more what I'm around right now. I think Miranda Lambert. Adam's got his Johnny Cash shirt on there, but yes, some of these people self-published and made CDs. I'm sure it's the same with other artists and, and other genres. But if you can find the first uh, CD and it's re- the real one, not the yeah. you know off Napster or, or whatever kids are using Napster. nowadays, the LiveWire, not a homemade version. LiveWire. But if you can find those original ones, uh, you know, and they, they do pop up uh, from time to time because. People either move or they all digitalize their collection and they just DI or we say DI. When we say DI, we mean give to thrift shops. That's our, our, our local slang. But there, there is something to be had there. Uh, if you're going on VHS, or not VHSs, if you're going on uh, cassette tapes, it's got to be more, it's got to be like really heavy metal or, or gangster. It's got to be far extreme right now. And, and like I said, it's the same thing with everything. Do your homework, you know, look up things, find something that you're interested in. And again, it's just like a, it's like another um, it's another sword in, in your weapon tree. When you go to any kind of thrift store or a yard sale, it just kind of gives you a different idea on, hey, where can I like? Where's a home run? Like everybody kind of has their base hits. Everybody kind of finds this is what I'm good at. Whether it's you know it's uh, it's uh, glassware or it's games or it's you know clothing, whatever it is, it just kind of gives you another arrow in your quiver to know. Hey, this guy's got uh, you know records or CDs. Yeah, Let me go at least peruse them and find out. And like I said, and the easiest way to really educate yourself is to kind of pull it up, look on your phone, look at eBay solds, and then at least give you an idea of oh well, I didn't think about that. Maybe I'll grab that and try it. Yeah, state sales, especially. I mean, it might be someone you've never heard of, but they might have been big in the '60s or in certain genres or or whatever. But that's the same thing. Records, if you find vinyl. Uh, conditions a big deal. Ooh, so it's kind of like a card. You want to make sure your edges, coloring, 
uh, not scratches on the record. So you do have to, I mean, it's worth to learning what to look for. If it's anything like, like a wrestle stuff, I'm, I'm guessing that if it's any kind of uh, overseas-type tour, if you can find said uh, Metallica in Australia or Metallica in, I don't know, if they ever played in Afghanistan before they got pushed it, something that... that, that if you have Metallica in Afghanistan, you're sitting on a gold mine. I don't know. You know, if it's something... Uh, the Taliban rides again. <laughs> wow. They bring a whole new meaning to enter Sandman. <laughs> A lot of sand. Um, if you can find something that's weird and unique, I mean, those are the kind of things that when I see it, like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I paid 200 bucks for that. That's pretty cool. Well, and the thing is, you check your souls, check your completes. Uh, there, there's so much stuff. Out, I mean, there's so much out there that people are wanting or looking for, and you might just stumble. I mean, you might just stumble on it. Yeah. So it, it, it'll take a little time, but... It, once you learn what you're looking for, it's just like t-shirts where I can go through a rack now and find the two or three that I'm interested in because I've invested the time. It's when you go look at, you know, your shoes or whatever, you learn what you're looking for and you can go through it fast. It's going to be the same with, with records, with CDs, with uh, cassette tapes or whatever. You're going to look for names and you're going to look for condition. Yep. It's, and it's fun. Finding the treasure is the funnest part. Listing is difficult and, and it sucks, but you don't make any money if you do it, so you can't buy more. Some people unless love it. Some stuff. people are, are more the lister, like to do that. They're more the organized, and they don't like the shopping. I, that's there's a few of them out there. If you're single, and uh, <laughs> whoa, if, if you're single, this is what you do. If you're single and you're you're into this part, you find somebody that's the opposite. So you like to shop, they like to list, or they like to list. If you like to list, they like to shop. You find that. And you're going to have yourself a power. You're going to be a power couple. You're going to be a power couple. You're going to be six figures, and you know maybe they like to shop or not shop, but ship. And you like to package. Like Ooh. that's the thing to look for. If I was if I was a single man right now, that would be uh, that would be on my questionnaire of uh, do you do you enjoy listing? Are you an organized uh, computer literate? I would be like a, an interview. Yeah, a pre a pre date interview. Yeah, can I yeah. fill out this survey? I'd like to hear about your hopes, dreams, and your aspirations. I don't care about any of that. But can you can you utilize a first class versus a uh, parcel? Uh, I don't know. Do you know what pirate ship is? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> do you have your own scale, or are you gonna have to be using mine for shipping purposes? There, there you go. So let's uh, let's scale out. Let's weigh weigh in on a break and come back. Well, Derek, if you're listening to this podcast, news to you, you're going to have to file your taxes. Mm, I don't like filing my taxes. Well, you know what? You're going to have to do it every year for the rest of your life, no matter what. And when you're reselling, there's always some unique and, and challenges, whether it's your first, second, you know, fifth year. If you're making a lot of money, you might want to become an S-Corporations. And those are one of the things that we can help you with here at Adam Up Accounting because we know our taxes for resellers. Well, how do I get a hold of somebody at Adam Up Accounting? You can go to our website, adamupaccounting.com. We've got a little comment section on there. You can send us a message. Um, it's got our phone number on there. Shoot us an email. Hit us on social media. We'd love to help you out, see if you can uh, answer some questions about reselling. Because we know it's confusing, and like I said, it's just one of those things you have to do, because if you don't, you're going to be in trouble, d -Roy. you got to have big dreams to make big money, d -Roy. I'm still going through these cards. I'm, I'm thinking you're going to hassle me. What you got a stack over there? Do you want to run through it on the air? Well, I still got. He still got all those over there. I need to eyeball down. But 
I got a lot to choose from. Let's let's be honest. Like I said, those catching back up. Like I said, I've, Derek's got me a Tommy Brady who's going to win another Super Bowl this year. Um, card of the the Buccaneers, which I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of Tampa Bay. I'll he has it. been for almost two years now. Well, I've been a big fan of Tommy ever since he started getting old. When a guy older than you is just kicking the crap out of younger guys, like I'm all for that. I, I thought you were for your boy Urban. Well, I thought you were a Jacksonville Jaguar man. I'm, I'm an Irby guy. And then I hear that you're big on your uh, your other boy on New uh, York Jets, Justin Herbert. You're big on the New York. You can't lose. <laughs> you can't lose. You got so many, so many. Uh, you go. When Adam I, goes to a raffle, he buys every ticket, but he's guaranteed to win. When I play the roulette, like I got, you know, I got a lot out there. A lot. Out Don't play there. the middle three or the middle, the middle uh, third. <laughs> when uh, when double zero comes up, I'm not doing well. He's got it covered. So, no. Speaking of double zero, traditionally, Adam, uh, and everyone listening knows, traditionally we go out and have a, a boys' weekend for the opening. Uh, Should be bendy trip. Yeah, what's what's up with that? You're the guy that organizes that. That's your wheelhouse. I guess there's still an outside hope that I'll be in Vegas this Saturday. That's I guess that's kind of the the hinging factor, and I haven't even honestly thought about it. You've been in Vegas. I know Painter's been in San Antonio, and and. You know, all those guys are doing their thing. So, I honestly, I hadn't even thought about it. So, Well, here's the thing with that. I had my big win out to Vegas. We talked about it last week. And people heading there and stuff. No one's called me up for any advice. No one said, hey, what machines did you hit? I take five grand out five of the place. Geez. I document it. I show all my stuff. You're my accountant. As I, as I, I, I'm not going to be lying to you because you're going to bust me at the end of the year if I am. And uh, nobody, nobody wants any advice from me. So... Um, thanks, thanks everybody for that. If I go to Vegas this weekend, which I may or may not, haven't decided yet, I will ask you what machines you play. But I, it'll be a quick trip. It'll be a down and back before. That's even better. You'll, 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 uh, man, I don't know how you do that. That's a long drive, and, and you're there. You go watch a football game, and you just turn around and come it's home. Five hours. It's not long. That's well, a 10-hour round trip. Well, I know. You go down. You get there in time for the game. You hit, you That's hit a four-hour game. You hit the hotel, you, you sleep, and then you come back the next day. Okay. You're 24 hours. I like to enjoy my time a little bit. I, I know, you, you do. You got I got it. an ice creamery down there that you need to go eat. I got some stuff. I got the prime rib spot. I got all the places in town that you need to go see that you haven't been to. Yes. I, I mean, you've probably been, but the listener. The average show. The average, yeah. I don't think you've been to my ice cream place, though. It's ooh, it's good. Is it a two-pill or three-pill kind of thing? It was a two-pill day. A two-pill day. And that was probably, that was probably pushing it. And it should have been a two-and-a-half-pill day. Yes, yeah, sir. But uh, I digress, Adam. We talk about uh, selling things online and, and what's going on with the, the reselling world, and and that's the life that we live. Yeah, I mean, we said we, we enjoy everything, like I said, right now. I don't think I could be any happier. Tax season's winding down for the extensions. I've got my list. I've got it down to about seven items that i got to take care of. Um, got a pretty complex transaction that kind of rattles my brain. Uh, this morning, my wife had to go uh, to the eye doctor, and in our closet we have a just a chair, you know, so you can sit down. My son runs all around everywhere. So I'm sitting there, and I'm just thinking. And, and she could tell I was thinking about something intense. And I don't know if it's if it's the same way for you, but a lot of times, you know, my wife will say, well, what are you thinking? And she'll tell me what she thinks that I'm thinking, and it's not even close. Not even close. 95% of the time. I've learned enough to say I'm not even commenting on that, Adam. <laughs> so she's asking me, and I'm like, 
Well, right now I'm thinking about this said transaction where they bought this building, then they sold out this partner, but then he bought it back, and then they paid him this, and all of this stuff, and she was like, oh, that is confusing. I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been thinking. Now, so, what did she think you were thinking about? Um, I honestly don't even remember, because I was so deep in thought. Um, but I, anyways, I had, I had to take her to uh, to the eye doctor today, um, kind of different day. When she have cataracts or something? No, Anything major? No, I'm just going in for a regular check. A lazy eye? I will tell you this. I finally bit the bullet, called, I've been talking about it for a while, made my appointment. Luckily, somebody canceled. Um, I've got my preliminary LASIK uh, appointment tomorrow morning. Look at you go. You'll be Adam Two Eyes here soon enough. And I will tell you this, and I've told my wife a lot, I used to wear a lot of hats. And, And normally... I have this theory on guys that wear hats. We're bald. Yes, that's that is that's it. Yep. Um, I enjoy wearing a good hat every once in a while. Nothing wrong with it. I feel like I'm, I'm not wearing one today. It's on. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I'm you know, 16 if I wear my hat backwards. It's like I'm cool again. You know? Yeah, that testosterone just pumping through your veins. Just ready to go. Until you make that first hit, and then you realize that you are uh, you know Tommy Brady. Got the Rage Against the Machine blaring, and the Jeep doors off, and just going to town and feeling. Yeah, it like might it. as well be 1997 again. Yeah, that's right. You know, good good old days. But I, I I haven't worn hats in probably five years because that's when I got my glasses. Because I I don't like wearing a hat and a glasses at the same time. And I tried contacts twice, and I can't touch my eyeball. Just, it's impossible. I, I would be 100% with you there. Dare I say, as I can't touch my eyeball, apparently there's a big market on eBay for glass eyeballs. Well, there you go. Uh, who does, I, I had uh, two, two kids that uh, bought some wheelchairs from my other company, and uh, they both have, they're blind, but they both have glass eyes. And the one kid asked, he's like, hey, do you want me to see you take it out? No, 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 I don't. Speaking of which, Halloween's coming up. i got to work on a Halloween episode. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> there you go. That goes, that goes the, the whole round circle. Anyways, good. I'm hoping that I'll be a good candidate. Hopefully within a month, six weeks, I will uh, be, be seen clearly again. Well, I, I hope all the best for you. Can I talk about a international return? Uh-oh, international return. I know we talked a lot about international shipping and how to do it and why you should do it and everything. This week, and speaking of your boy Tommy Brady, I sold a Tommy Brady PSA 10 card to the land down under. It was an Illusions. It was some. It was a cool looking card, Adam. It was about two hundred dollars when we were all said and done. Okay. And so I, I packaged it up really well, like I know how to do, and I I mailed off to the land of Oz, and uh, everything's happy. I got my bank, you know, is, is two hundred the richer, and I'm skipping down the road and. About a month goes by, and I get a I get a message from a fellow that says, uh, "Hey, uh, this this car drive damaged, and uh, I'm going to want to return it." And so I'm like, "Well, I'm going to have to see some pictures on that." And lo and behold, it was it was a pretty shattered PSA card. Uh-oh. Now I package with bubble wrap, uh, you know, cardboard. I do a good job. Yes, you do. However, this was uh, shipped first class international, not through our friends at the eBay uh, through oh. through eBay Global Shipping not Program. So if you ship through Kentucky and this happens, you know what you say? They can bring it up with eBay. You say, that's between you and eBay, and you're fine. eBay will cover it. No questions asked. That goes back to they, they do that. You know what happens when you do it for, uh, international first class? Uh-oh. Don't tell me you had to go back to the post office. You've got your name up on the wall there. Well, uh, I guess I probably should have bought some insurance, but I didn't because I've never really had problems with cards. So I, I get a return. I said... 
that's fine. Go ahead and return it because I think, is this guy going to package this up and, and mail it to me? Yeah. Well, uh, because it was damaged, I have, I take, I take returns. Uh, a lot of people don't. But I have six day no problem returns in the U.S. and I'll pay for your return in the U.S. because I have no problem with that. My numbers go up and I have very low returns. If you, for whatever reason, if you don't take returns and you make it hard, people are going to be hard with you and try to force it back. If you just take them, you'll get a couple in a year and it's a pain, but really you just write it off. It's not a big deal. Yeah. International, I have 30 days and you pay for returns because I'm not, not doing that. For whatever reason, I contacted eBay and I had to provide a label for them okay. to ship it and whatever. So I was going to pay it. But again, not that big of a deal. I said, so if I provide a label, they got to do all the work. Yeah. I just... I just put over a screen copy or I just take a file and put it over there. Yep, that's all you got to do. So I go over on Pirate Ship and I spend about 20 bucks, but I have to go cancel that now. I think now that we're talking yeah, about this. Because I said, you know, in my head, I said, there's no way he's going to, there's no way they're returning. Like, it's too big of a pain. It's yeah. very, we all know how it is to ship and we know how it is to ship internationally. And he's not going to, they're not going to do this. So. I went through, it took me about five minutes, I made a label from his Australian address to my American uh, house, and I went over there and attached it, and he had till the 17th of this month, which uh, is just starting to, to do it, so I'm like, oh, it'll be a few weeks out, but not going to do it. Well, last night, I guess early this morning, I saw that they closed the case in, in, the, in his favor, and I thought, well, that's peculiar. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. So I just called. I got the eBay secret number that I don't hand out to anybody now because I can actually get hold of a person. I got a number that will do that. If uh, if you don't have that number, um, you can email or you can uh, send him a message on Twitter. Send him a message on Twitter. Drake message. Go to the eBay for Business Facebook group. Talk to somebody and work it out. And I said, Hey, I don't mind. I was open taking the return. They're supposed to return this card back. What's the deal? They looked into it. They said, No, you're 100 percent right. Uh, we're just gonna give you your money too. Well, thank you. So I don't care. I give him his money, whatever. I'll be base pocket. I got my money. Uh, the card I thought would be able to be re-slabbed if he sent that back. It did look a little broken up, but I thought if he sends that back, I'll just send it over to PSA and have him put it back in the yeah. you know whatever. But uh, he gets to keep it, and problem solved, case closed. So uh, you got to jump through a little hoop. Um, sometimes when you're doing reselling or, or when you're doing this, you do got to. I mean, most people will say, "Well, that sucks. I'm not two hundred dollars. I'm never selling on eBay again." And go pout in the room until uh, June called them down for dinner. I've been watching a lot of legal beers. <laughs> so, but I mean, you got to do a little work. But really, yeah, I'm out nothing. Now I got to just go cancel that label. Obviously, it's not going to get used. So there's my you know twenty bucks back on that. If you're going to do stuff like that, you can insure things. It's really not that bad to do that either. I've just had some issues with that, and I, I think we got a new postmaster over there, Adam. I, oh boy! I've uh, been in a few times, and I haven't seen my my buddy, uh, Little Lesnar, as I like to call him. So, <laughs> so if you're if you're new to the show, like I said, thank you for listening. Check us out on our social medias. Give us a like. Give us a review. It, it helps algorithms and stuff. But Derek has this long-standing relationship, dislike Seinfeld. If you're not familiar with Chill Seinfeld, you know, it's, it's one of those, those uh, oldies and goodies. Um, but basically, Derek is Jerry, and, and the Postmaster is Newman. Like, they have this love-hate relationship where Derek has done everything that he can to, to, to be on the right path, but may or may not have agitated this guy more than once because he's not doing his job, 
And that's a problem. Anytime you tell somebody like or you kindly ask, you I was not generous. I was I was always I love the post office. Let me say this much. As a hard job, I drive around, I get it. Especially the people doing the hard work. They bust it and they're they're very understaffed right now. Nothing against them per se. I like the system. I like that the government funds it and gets it done because if it was me trying to get it somewhere by myself. But this guy's a real jerk store, speaking of the Seinfeld. The jerk store called and they were all out of him. So there you go. There's your love-hate relationship. The best thing that you can do if you're in this for the long run, even if you're in this for the get to know your local carrier. That's yes. the big best thing that I do is, is my cards, they're usually small enough. I've got a slot out in the mailbox. I, I post a jump, I put it in there, and they take care of it. And and anytime my local postage lady, she'll come in and say, hey, how you doing? Here's your stuff. Or, hey, just to let you know I'm not going to be here for the next couple of weeks. I'm on a different route. You'll have a new person. Great. Thank you very much. There's 100% wisdom in what I'm saying. If you can, if you're just starting off, getting good with whoever that person is. Yes. Have water, have juices, have little snacks for them in the hot summer. Have it, tip them during the, the Christmas, give them a little gift. Get on the good side. I always let the, let her know and the other people know, like, hey, this is kind of a long route. Anytime you're here, park your truck, come in and get a water, get a soda. You're welcome to use the restrooms. You know, thanks for all you do. Because someday you're going to sell John Stockton's Olympic <laughs> shoes for a couple grand. Oh, They're going to get damaged. And it's going to come back to them to decide whether or not you're going to be uh, credited fairly. And uh, if you have a good relationship with them, they're going to say, Oh, D-Roy, we've known you for years. Here's your money. No hassles, no hoops. If not, they're going to make it a uh, living hell, and you're going to go through 20 appeals, and you're going to have several fights along the way before this that leads to this, and you're going to get stuck with uh, them in the back of your car for going on about a year now because I can't face it to bring them in the house, and I cry a little bit each night. And when people say, what's wrong with you when they see me out in public and I'm just blank staring or kind of getting mad or you know how Adam was meditating on different things and his wife was wondering, usually I'm thinking... Those SOBs owe me two grand or whatever. Yeah, it's a hypothetical, right? Uh, yeah. That <laughs> never crosses my mind. Well, speaking of that... Um, speaking of people that owe me two grand? The hard part with reselling is like, on some things, you know what you know what it's worth. It's going to be this, it's going to be that. It's not going to go up exponentially. Like, it just... Cards that we've gotten into are a funny thing. I've got a... One of my first Luka Doncic card that I pulled out of a pack from Phil's place a couple years ago, sitting right there staring me in the face, and I still remember I texted the group because I had just sold a PSA 9 for like $420, and a week before the high was like 375 So it was much higher, and I had this 10, and I have it listed at 1000 and someone offered me $825. And I asked the group, and I was like, hey guys, what do you think? Hold, 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 don't do anything. And now that card is worth about $375 on a good day, maybe $350. Might be worth a Tommy Brady 10 on a good day. <laughs> Price is right. So it's difficult to say, should I have sold, should I not have sold? Like I said, I have a $825 thing that I didn't sell. That's dropped in value, but it's worth nothing. You know, it's still just sitting there. It's it's like watching my bank account, the stock market go up and down. I had a really good thing going that I felt really good with when I bought our local quarterback, Tyler Huntley, 
I was first one on the train. I was buying his autograph cards. I was going all out. The 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 numbered the the series. I got them all graded. You did very well last year with that uh, quarterback crew that came out. I, I did. I still got several here. I think everybody's caught on to the game because that's why Zach Wilson, Ty, Trevor Lawrence, all these other guys that are way over priced. But I got in really good last year. So <clears throat> Tyler Huntley, listen, if you don't know it, which you know. He's a backup quarterback. Why wouldn't you? And if you don't know, why wouldn't you know the backup Baltimore Ravens quarterback, former Utah Ute starting quarterback? Snoop. On if uh, you're listening over in France, there's no excuse for not knowing who this man is. We're big college football. Like, that's my thing. But anyways, it's like that, uh, that what if anyways. Everybody's like, well, what if the backup could do better than the starter? Like, let's put him in. Let's find out why. So preseason football does a lot of things for a lot of people. And the other day, Tyler Huntley had uh, the best game he's ever had. You know, he hasn't played in, like, zero games. But he, he counted for five touchdowns and all these things. And his card value skyrocketed overnight. I mean, I've got a card that I've been bidding on that I was hoping to get for $45. And there's still three days left, and it's, like, at 106 So, And it's not even a graded card. So I had all these cards. I was able to... Uh, Throw out a number, Derek was able to line me up with the seller. I sold not very many cards for a lot of money, a lot more than I thought I would sell them for. I still think it was a great transaction. I do too. I feel like it's a great transaction because, but now I look and say, well, hey, that card somebody's got, you know, just sold for $400. I'm like, holy cow. Like, but again, it's that, do, do you sell? When do you sell? Do well, you, and, let's say, and let's say, and let's say Huntley goes out the next game or that same game, had two fumbles, threw an interception, then you're talking about $100 cards down to maybe 20 So it, it's all, you know, it's week to week, and it's just how the, it's how it goes. And, and I was essentially into it a couple hundred and made a couple thousand. For what you were into it, you, you can't, I mean, I could have, you know, I was talking about hitting the slots hard. I could have said, well, if I had stayed and put another couple hundred in, maybe I'd have hit me another big jackpot, or maybe I'd been, you know, a couple hundred down. You can't play that game because... It, it's just what ifs. Kenny Rogers, the gambler, it plays pretty much anything in life. Pretty much. You, you can. That's why I love country music. Like, if you if you hate it, I understand it isn't for anybody. But it's poetry. It in isn't motion. for anybody, but it is for Adam. It's poetry in motion. It helps understand different things. Life's best lessons. That's right. And gambling, we all gamble at everything. You gamble at staying at your job. You gamble at you know. Um, having children, you gamble at staying married. How many pills you should take and eat ice cream, or if you shouldn't? You're always rolling the dice of should you or should you not go back for that uh, second helping of nachos at the Las Vegas Raider game. I mean, like I said, there's always things, and you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. And I, I go ahead and I, I sold when I was hot on a few things, and it paid for my last trip. I gotta make some sales for that paint bar my my next trip. I mean, there's some guy that's ninety that says, "Well, if I would have held on to that, you know, uh, Babe Hold Ruth car, yeah." And he's ninety. What's he gonna do? Like, but he sold it twenty years ago when he's retired. I mean, there's always yeah. always gonna be that in life. Just uh, know where your know where your limited know where your spot is, and and get off the elevator when it hits that floor. That's Ooh. that's my. That's my advice for you. Who's saying that one? Which which? Uh, that was uh, D Roy and the Charnels. <laughs> the show. How do you spell that? Well, Google it. <laughs> Google. It'll give you close enough. 
That's usually how I. It starts with a D and ends with the uh, Nels. Nels. Charnels. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, let me let me say uh, let me say one more thing before I tell that story. I promised Adam. Did you get a new phone case too? I got a new phone case, not a new phone. You want to know why? Sure. My last phone case. We have the, the Gorilla Glass. Apparently, I'm tougher than Gorilla Glass, and it broke on me the other day, which is no bad thing. I just have a cracked screen, but a piece came out, and when I was going to text you guys, which I'm prone to do a few times throughout a day, I almost cut my thumb off. Oh, no. So I had to go home and dig through uh, the, have, the old cases. Did you have to reperform surgery on that thumb? No. It, uh, luckily, it didn't. It was just close enough, and I thought, this is open glass. I shouldn't be having this in my pocket, and so... Uh, I'm buying a new iPhone hopefully next month when they drop. This is an iPhone 6, and I've had it ever since it came out, like, I don't even know how many years ago. I got my money's worth out of it, so we're going we're gonna to get some new ones. We got that, uh, that government money that we haven't been doing nothing with, and, and it's a tax write-off because I run a business. There so you go. Uh, that's, that's the goal anyways. Of next, next month, I'll have me a new iPhone, and you'll see it through all my social medias. We'll just be... Uh, a lot faster and quicker if you're yes. following us on the Twitter or on the Instagram or, or, or wherever you're at. So that's that's uh, the Reddit. The Reddit. Oh, Reddit's a great place. If you're on Reddit, go over and look at the flipping on, on Reddit for reselling. A lot of good ideas, a lot of good people over that's, there. Uh, that's just as good as a bowl. Like I, said, I feel like Reddit is an extremely, not underrated, but it's, it's a less talked about uh, platform that people really deep dive and give you the nuts and bolts of different things. So, Adam, I've noticed, and especially with cards, a lot of people do auctions, and when I look to price things, it will show me what has sold, and it will show you if it's sold via auction or via just somebody asking a price. And I know a lot of my wrestling cards are kind of that niche where I'm about the only guy with them, but sometimes there's a few other people. I'm just going to say this with people. Don't do an auction unless you know what you have is in high demand. Yeah. So if you have that hot toy and the shelves are bare, and they're flying, do an auction, that's fine. If you have uh, Barry Bonds rookie card, and it's autographed... Don't do it. And uh, he just went in the Hall of Fame, I don't know. It was Barry, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Barry is not in the Hall of Fame. Who's somebody that, if you get someone that, like, a Michael, let's say Michael Jordan, his card's been skyrocketing now, a rookie card, do an auction on that, PSA 10. But if you got a, a base card, or just something that's generic, if you have that... NWA uh, tape that Adam's been talking about, your EZE tape, and you bought it for 10 cents and it's worth $20, don't do an auction because somebody's only going to pay you a buck because there's not enough people looking for it. I've noticed a lot with cards, which works in a, a buyer's favor, but a lot of people just do auctions. Yes. And I can pick up cards, graded or un, ungraded, but, you know, rare cards or harder to find cards, and I can get them for 4 to $5.00. And then I can either turn around and just sell them for about twenty to fifty dollars, or if they're graded, I can put them up for a couple hundred dollars. And then I just wait for the right person to come and get them. So uh, that's the buy it now versus something like that. A lot of people think, well, it's graded, it's hot. You need uh, two to three people to be interested in your item in an auction and interested enough that they're going to keep bidding on it to make that worthwhile. Most of the time, we're waiting for the right person to come along that's been looking for this item that will pay. And if they can get it for $9, they're just as happy as if they could get it for 90 and you're the only one with it or one of the few. So be careful how you use your auctions. A lot of people get into eBay and start doing auctions, and they don't understand it, and they think this sucks. I didn't make any money. If, I paid a lot of fees. If you're going to do it, set a, a minimum reserve, too. That's the, that's the hard part. But if you can't, 
If you don't think you're going to get the minimum reserve, don't even put it. Just put it. Buy yeah, it. Now. If it's in demand, just you know, buy it now on ninety percent of your items. Uh, there's, there's really unless it's really rare or you know it's real demand. I just see a lot of people losing money on that, and I do take advantage of that. I'll go buy the item all day long or put a snipe on it and pick it up for cheap. Uh, you got free shipping and you're selling me a card for seven dollars. Yeah, you didn't make anything on that. It's a pain in the you know. It's paying the butt to ship and do. Yeah. That same card you could have put up for, you know, nineteen ninety nine free shipping and somebody would have bought it. So So I wanted to say that. And and again the same thing was I'm just gonna share, you know, I, I've got a particular uh, card that I bought um, June nineteenth for ten dollars and fifty cents on an auction. Same exact card. Um, it's a two thousand twenty one Panini purple refractor. Same card two months later, I paid forty-one dollars for. So I, I mean, it's all a matter of looking. Um, that Tyler Huntley over there, I bought on an auction. It's a numbered card. I paid fifty-three dollars for graded PSA ten. Similar card right now is a hundred and five. So uh, it's gonna bounce up and down. They said you just gotta know kind it's of what, up and what, down, what, what elevator, what floor are you gonna get on. But if you uh, if you bought it. And you or you pulled it, you have it or whatever. Just put it up for the fifty-five dollars and and wait for somebody to come buy it instead of doing an auction in seven days. You sold it for fifteen and you made no nothing on it. So that's my, that's my advice there. Uh, let me tell Adam. Can we talk about the story that we promised? Let's get the story that we promised. Wrap her up. And uh, this is people are unique. We have a very special place that we live, and that's all I'll say about that. But. Uh, a lot of times you go to the indoor yard sales. Uh, if you're if you're people like us, you're looking for you're looking for things to buy and to flip or for good deals, or you're looking to defend somebody's honor because they're getting, entertainment. You're somebody's honor because they're getting beat down for having the nerve to try sell their own item for a profit. Uh, I came across Adam a uh, it looked like a little kiddie pool, and I thought, well, that you know, it's been hot out, and, and pools sometimes flip and and whatever, and. And I'll just read what it says. This is from an indoor yard sale in Utah County, which is where we live. I bought this birth pool for me for home birth. I'm, I'm probably offending people right now, but I'll just keep reading. Don't need it anymore. It's super comfortable and sturdy. I know even to rent one, it usually costs more. It was $2.99. I'm selling it for $1.50. I sent them to the group. I thought, well, maybe. I know some of you guys are still, you know, childbearing years. No one seemed to be too interested in this, Adam. Um, <clears throat> there's some things that you don't buy used, and dare I say a birthing pool could be one of them. I mean, that's going to take a lot of bleach. And I don't know how strong the plastic is with a lot of bleach. And that might defeat the whole point of your home birth. A lot of that time, you're I, not into the bleach. And you said you want the bleach back. I mean, I I don't know. I, I I mean, they use those special sanitizer things at the hospital. I don't know. That's uh, if any of you have bought a repurposed birthing pool, hit D-Roy up at, at D-Roy on the Twitter machine. Even more, if you're interested in what I can facilitate it, I could be the go-between person to get you this. I mean, it's slightly clean one owner, from what I understand. Just like you used to do with the uh, the bounce houses, you never really took possession of that. I could drop ship you a. Uh, well, I don't want. I'll just put you in touch with that. You guys can work it out. I don't. The I want to. I don't want to take custody of the birthing pool. <laughs> You'll take commission on it. I didn't know people were doing home birth in uh, in pools. I mean, what do you go out in the backyard? Or? I, I don't know. I, I, I had some questions. I thought, 
oh, this is going to be right with comments, because if I put something about, like, hey, this Power Ranger I bought for $9, I'm selling for 19 they're ready to hang me. Yes. No, nothing on, nothing on this one. Nothing but, nothing but, uh, nothing. Nothing, nothing good comes of uh, making a comment on that. So, D-Roy, that being said, uh, we got a little all over the place. That's the show. We love doing it. My wife asked me today, because I told her to come over, she's like, you still like doing it? I was like, yes, I still like doing it. Hey, if we didn't like doing it, we'd, we'd call her a day and we'd be done. We, we'd, be, we'd be done for we, We've got uh, a lot of episodes in, a lot of time. Appreciate all of you that always listen and comment and, and let us know. So if you weren't listening, uh, we'd still keep doing it. So Again, shout out to Scavenger Life. If you haven't heard of them, go over and now they're final. Go check it out and see what they've done. And uh, two things for life, or two things for life, Adam. This is how good I am at this job. There's two things in life that are certain folks, and that would be uh, death piles and taxes. Be ready for you.